The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We so much appreciate each and every one of you that follow us each each week and also all the people that share this show. You These shows are archived at exploitedcrimes.com. We have over 50 hours of free training on human trafficking, social media, sextortion, and child pornography. And certainly it is a great opportunity for you to get in-depth education on these subjects and be able to share it on your own time frame and share it with everyone you know. You can actually get an embed code for this show if you want to. It's not as scary as it sounds. Many people actually put this show right there on their own website. So all you have to do is contact me at opal, O-P-A-L, at millionkids.org, not .com, .org, and we will take care of that. So... This show also has call-in capability, and you can do that at 1-866-472-5788. It is not normally a radio show like you think, um, per se, because we know that many of the people who are uh, following this show are doing it on their own time frame around the world. But we have an important guest this week, and this is unlike anything that Me and Kids has ever done. As you know, we really are an education organization. We educate to keep kids safe from predators. But I, you know, as I work in this business, many of you have heard me say that I believe that many of our young people, their first sexual experience will be a virtual sexual experience and that this is the first generation of young people that have ever had this much reach, this much power, the ability to reach the entire world and that it will change everything. As I was looking at all of this, I came across an article by Teen Vogue. That is a magazine for you folks that are overseas. Uh, that is a magazine that is put out in America by the Vogue organization, B-O-G-U-E, if you can't make out my accent. Anyway, the Teen Vogue, and this magazine is for, I believe, and our guests can make that clear to me, but I think 12 to 17-year-old, mostly girls. And the headline on this in of this article is a guide to anal sex. A N A L. A guide to anal sex. Anal sex. What you need to know. It is virtually a tutorial. And I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> Where does this end? Okay, you know, I mean, just as I think we can't lower the bar any further, <laughs> the thing goes in the gutter. Anyway, as I did that, I read about an activist. Her name is Elizabeth Johnston, and I got a hold of her. She's on the line with us. Good morning, Elizabeth. Good morning, Opal. Thank you for having <laughs> me on your show. 
So I have never met Elizabeth. I actually have never even spoke to her until a few minutes ago. Where are you located? What what city are you in, Elizabeth? I'm in Ohio. Ohio. Okay, I was in Ohio two weeks ago over by Dayton. All right. That's oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, give you a little background about Elizabeth. Uh, interesting. She is what you call an activist blogger. That's with a V for those of you that can't make me out. That's a video blogger is what a blogger is. I had to look it up myself. And she educates the public and inspires the public. I can tell you she inspired me on burning social and moral issues of the day. Now, Elizabeth, give me a little background about yourself rather than me just reading a bio. Tell the audience who you are. I am a homeschool mom of 10 children, actually. Whoa, um, 10. <laughs> yes. Yes, ma'am. All, all my biological children. And um, my husband is a medical doctor. Uh-huh. And uh, we have been, um, you know, pro-life activists for, for a very long time. We've, we've uh, 15, 20 years, been, been working to um, educate the public on um, the issue of abortion, and uh, but I've been very focused for the last 20 years on um, really being a, a mom and a wife and educating my own children. Uh-huh. And uh, about a year, oh, 15, 16 months ago, uh, I filmed my first video on Facebook concerning the danger to women and children uh, by opening up our bathrooms uh, with the whole transgender bathroom situation. Mm-hmm. And um, that was that was where it started, and I continued to address issues that were of concern um, for families and for children. And uh, one thing led to another, and um, before long, I've, I've got you know almost three hundred thousand followers on Facebook. It's just happened wow. very quickly, very quickly, very organically, and uh, it's obvious that. Uh, people are looking for someone to be their voice on these mm-hmm. issues. They are tired of the hypersexualization of children uh, in society, in our public schools, on social media, and they are looking for an advocate and someone to, um, to help them and to give them something to do. They feel helpless and they want to engage. So they want to do something to make a difference uh, in, in the world. That's, uh, you know, I kind of come at it from a little bit different point of view than just uh, the hypersexualization. I I see that, but for um, for Elizabeth's sake and those people who follow me and kids, I am very concerned about the hypersexualization of our kids because with the onset of social media, we are literally, and many of you have heard me say this, this is the first generation in all of history that has this much access to the entire world, but that means the entire world can access them. And so you literally are taking a child by the hand and allowing people who uh, you have never met to talk to your children about you know, spirituality, morality, sexuality, things that are normally the holy grail for the family. And 
mm-hmm. and I believe when I saw and, and what triggered it for me, I'm coming at it from a different angle a little bit because I deal with crime. I'm involved when this goes wrong. Now, for your audience, I will mm-hmm. tell you, I speak in schools all the time. I've trained well over 100,000 people. I Last night, even, I was at a large church group and for the most part, these are great kids. I am not here to tell you that the the next generation is going to hell in a handbasket, okay? These are great kids, but many of them are extremely vulnerable, and predators have a hierarchy, availability and vulnerability. And so what I see there is I look out those kids, most of them are good kids who show common sense. But many of them are so subject to being lured in by a predator. And when they have this hypersexuality going on, mm-hmm. they are available and vulnerable. So that's enough of my soapbox. Let's get back to you. Um, how are we <laughs> doing on time here? Uh, 710. Okay. So, uh, Elizabeth, tell me what started you. When did, when did you first see the Teen Vogue article? What was your response to that? So um, the name that I go by on social media is The Activist Mommy. For those that are listening and want to look me up, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, um, uh, um, YouTube, Facebook, and have my own website at activistmommy.com. And uh, people that that follow me uh, frequently send me information and stories, and they want me to address it. And so uh, a couple of different parents had sent me the article that Teen Vogue wrote teaching teenagers in a fashion magazine how to sodomize one another. And when I caught, yes, and when I caught wind of this article, I was absolutely livid. And so I filmed a quick two-minute video um, of myself in my backyard. My husband built me a little bonfire real quick. And I burned a copy of Teen Vogue magazine and called it the trash that it was and still is and um, asked parents to share the video and to go to their libraries and their stores and gas stations and make sure that they do not carry Teen Vogue magazine and if they do, to demand that they remove it from the shelves. Um, Almost 12 million people viewed that video Wow. And we, we gave Teen Vogue such a black eye, they will never recover from it. I started Operation Pull Teen Vogue at that time, and we began contacting advertisers to remove their funding, uh, and my followers, you know, helped me with all of that. And uh, we, we just, um, you know, really called out the author of the article and the digital editor of the magazine, that, you know, posted this online and endangered children. Opal, this is pandering obscenity to a minor, and it is against federal law. If the contents of that article had been texted to a 13-year-old girl, uh, or a boy for that matter, the person would have been prosecuted. Yet Teen Vogue can print this article and not be punished in any way. This has got to stop. We need um, law enforcement to begin to man up and enforce the laws. We have good laws on the books, but no one is enforcing them. 
I agree with you. Uh, and, it, you know, what I find now, we'll talk about sextortion in another one, another session here because we're coming up against a break. But what I find is this is so prolific, nobody knows how to get their hands around it. Well, uh, we could get our hands around it if we uh, if we cared, and uh-huh. um, and and well, you know definitely I'm saying- the administration could do something about this, and mm-hmm. parents can make sure that all of their devices are uh, protected in their home. There are definitely things that we can do to make it much more difficult for our children to um, to be taken advantage of. Yeah, what I'm saying is the cases of sextortion, the cases of abuse of children online by predators is so great that the law enforcement just can't simply process the number of cases because it is just absolutely prolific. And I I believe that the root cause is exactly where you started with this, is that we're exposing our teenagers to so much of this. We are up against a break, folks. We'd ask you to stay with us. We're going to be right back. This show is brought to you by Me and Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N. We'd ask you to follow us on Facebook at meandkids.org. And please be sure and share this show with everyone you know. We're up against a break, so be with us. stay with us here. We're going to be right back with Elizabeth Johnston. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Helen Hillix, Todd Benton, and Chris Reeves. Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. 
Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We come to you every Thursday morning here at 7 a.m. in wonderful, beautiful Southern California. It is a gorgeous morning this morning. Well, we have a guest this morning. Her name is Elizabeth Johnston, and her organization is called Activist Mommy. And you will see that on uh, promotions as we've sent them out. Uh, we don't normally engage activists on this show, but I was so struck by her mission and the the pinpoint focus of what she is doing. And it overlaps so well with the mission of me and kids of educating law enforcement, first responders, uh, educators all over the world about how to keep kids safe from predators. What is happening here, as many of you have heard me say, is that I am very concerned what is happening here with social media. I was training at a school the other day, and I was—I always talk to kids about don't send a naked photo. We talk, unless Elizabeth and I at the break were talking about the impact of, of child pornography and how prolific it is. And one of the evidences that we see of these is all the kids that are sending teenage selfies, naked selfies out there. I was talking to a young lady, a cute little young girl, and uh, we were talking, you know, why you would want to do that. And this girl actually said to me, well, you know, you have to send that before you go on a date or they won't go out with you. And you say to yourself, Mm. what the heck? What kind of date are you Mm. going out on? You know, what is the expectation here? It is an interesting thing. There is technology out there called photo DNA. And every email that is sent out around the world, whether it's it's, you know, uh, in America, whether it's in Brazil, every email is scanned for the image of a naked and violated child. Since they've done that, they have intercepted more than 158 million images of naked and violated kids. Now, here's the crazy part. One fourth of them, 35 million of them are naked selfies our kids are sending to the, for themselves. So, The reason I point that out is I believe that a child's first sexual experience will be a virtual sexual experience, and our country is not ready for that. We as parents don't understand the impact of that. I understand because I work in law enforcement. I see the cases when these people are exploited. Seventy percent of kids in prostitution were previously sexually molested or had a sexual encounter. And I say to myself, if 35 million of them are sending naked selfies, where are we headed? And that drove me to contact Elizabeth Johnson, Johnston, excuse me, because she is an activist that took on Teen Vogue magazine as they published in their online um, articles, A Guide to Anal Sex, What You Need to Know. Elizabeth, tell us about this article and what set you off? <laughs> um, this article was so incredibly reckless, Opal. Gigi Engel was the author of this article, and she is known for being extremely crude and crass on issues of sexuality. She is not um, a licensed sex therapist or, or educator. She is simply a journalist who writes very crude um, articles and content on sex mm-hmm. and sex toys and all types of things such as that. And she should not be authoring anything uh, that is going to be marketed toward teens. 
And Gigi Engel wrote this article with absolutely no warnings about the dangers of anal sex. The CDC has said that anal sex is the most dangerous type of sex you can engage in. And girls are 17 times more likely to, um, to contract HIV through anal sex. And does Gigi mention any of this in this article marketed to teenagers in a fashion magazine? No, she doesn't. In fact, there was such an uproar after she wrote the article that she went back in and edited it after the fact. If you, if you click on this article, you'll see that there's a note that says that she went back in and edited it to add, oh, a sentence or something about using protection during, uh, during sex. She didn't have any of that in there in the original article. And it was only because of the backlash that she received that she even put anything in there, any kind of caution or warning. Absolutely reckless. And she just really, you know, makes light of the whole concept of anal sex. Yes, there's going to be poop involved. Don't worry about it. You know, it's fun. It's great. It feels good. Um, just very haphazardly talks about something that the CDC has said is the most dangerous type of sexual activity. And, um, again, we called her out on this and started Operation Pull Team Vogue. And the response of Team Vogue was the digital editor posted a picture on Twitter of he and his boyfriend kissing and shooting us a bird. All of us concerned parents. Again, almost 12 million people viewed my video and were outraged about this. And he shoots us all a bird and basically says, I don't care what you guys think. This is what we're going to expose your kids to. That was the response of Philip Carty the digital editor of Teen Vogue, to all of us concerned parents. That is insane. It's just yes. insane. And you know, it all. really tells that's you how little they Vogue. care. Yeah. Right. And, th- and that's not all they've done. Um, they, right here in August, as school was starting back, they also uh, did another article reminding um, high schoolers, kids going back to school, not to forget their sex toys in their backpacks. You know, uh, really. I mean, you know, I was going to say one of the things that really, really was offensive to me, you know, everything now in the search engines of a computer is all about artificial intelligence. We often talk about that when I train that, you know, they they track where you're at. That's why they want to know your location. They track every click that you make, every website that you mm-hmm. look at, every product that you're looking at. And then as you see, you know, for instance, I'll be doing research on child pornography, but because I looked at a garage door online three days ago, every one of the child pornography uh, stories that I'm reading about, and by the way, I never look at the pornography, it's not there, I read about the legal story and analyze it for training Uh law enforcement, but everything has a garage door on it, you know, or the blouse (laughs) I looked at, you know, and and what offended me so much about this article is right in the middle of the article is Amazon with a great big dildo on it, complete with on and off switch. You know, I mean, this thing was big. It was like six inches big and wide in the middle of the article. So they had, because I'm looking at this, they're now trying to sell me sex toys at Amazon. 
Right. Wow. Yes. What a danger that is with the cookies and and uh, all of the custom advertisements. You're you're right. This is uh, I want expose the kids to that. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, now they know where they go, where they buy, what they look like. And you and I have to know kids will be kids. They will start clicking on all of this stuff. I I wanted sure. to share with our parents a little bit. I have this uh, article here in front of me. It says uh, we can talk about all kinds of sex, but not everyone is uh, having or wants to have penis in the vagina sex. If you do have penis in the vagina sex and are curious and it goes on and on and on the implication here, by the way, in this uh, that I picked up is that this is another way to have sex with and still be a virgin because it's not really sex mm-hmm. the way it's laying out here. They go on to say <clears throat> that uh, it's perfectly natural way to engage in sexual activity. Uh, they've been doing it in the Greeks on in there and they have some great big uh, headlines on here about you know I mean this gets very very graphic when you do have mm-hmm. anal sex go slowly you know use the right right uh, lube on here yeah you're going to come into some fecal matter it's what it is I mean mm-hmm. this is unbelievable that this is going on with our kids I mean most adults <laughs> you know, uh, in, in, in an older generation have, have never even heard, read, or considered such things, honestly, um, to think that now 12- and 13-year-olds are being exposed to a tutorial in a fashion magazine, you know, about how to do this. And again, no, no cautions about the dangers is just, um, just unthinkable. And, and, and what happened to teaching kids you know, to wait to have sex until marriage and, and that this is something that should happen with, with one person in your life, you know, uh, yes, not that's, 10, 20 different people. Yes, and, you know, that is one of the things I talk about in social media exploitation is what happened to the concept of relationship. And uh, this is very important. The key to, mm-hmm. one of the keys to keep your kid from being recruited into trafficking or becoming a victim yep. of sex trafficking is begin to understand relationship. What a predator does is focus right in on providing you an alternative family because the implication is your family's not there. Well, you know, quite frankly, the key to fighting human trafficking is start to cook some dinner, set at the the dinner table, or go out to dinner and put the phones in a box and teach each other to look at each other in the eye and read each other's soul and begin to communicate Mm -hmm. with each other and get that feeling of family and belonging and having that value. One of the things that is so disturbing to me is this crass approach to sex without relationship Mm -hmm. at all. That's good, Opal. You're right. And there is a breakdown in family. And, um, you know, our, we are, my family, we are very counterculture. As you know, we, we homeschool our 10 children and we're together, you know, all the time, basically. And Uh we, um, we eat our meals together and I, you know, I cook here at home and it's, it's pretty much three meals a day right here in our home. And, and, uh, yes, it's very counterculture, unfortunately. That shouldn't be counterculture today, uh, but, but it is. And, and you're right, our kids do become victimized when uh, we are not strong as a family unit. And there is a, a, an agenda, and it is intentional, 
um, to yes. break down the, the, the family, and it does put our children at, at risk as a result of it. Yes, you cannot read a person's soul if your head's looking down at your at your cell phone. And we're going to lose the art of feeling. I believe that this generation mm-hmm. could easily do that uh, as we go to my laugh out loud, as opposed to just enjoying the joy of laughing together. You know, it's simple things mm-hmm. like that that can keep a child from being vulnerable to a predator. It's a crazy thing. Well, we're already up against another the break here, folks. Uh, we are, Elizabeth and I are going to talk in the next section there. I want to talk about the new movie that Netflix has out called Big Mouth, and she wants to talk about an art exhibit in Brazil. So this will get inter- interesting. I promise you, stay with us. We're up against a break. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Exploited. Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. This show is brought to you by Million Kids. Uh, we'd invite you to follow us on Facebook. Go to Me and Kids and uh, just like us or go to Facebook and find Me and Kids and like us. Uh, we 
are known for training uh, first responders and law enforcement and, and social media people, uh, excuse me, social worker people, school educators and like that, all about how to keep kids safe from predators. We are trainers on human trafficking, labor trafficking, sex trafficking, social media exploitation, child pornography, which is just unbelievable what the epidemic is going on there, and also sextortion. And so I'd invite you, if you're listening to this particular segment, please send us an email at opal, O-P-A-L, at me and kids. Let us know your thoughts on all of this. And, and you know, one of the reasons that we invited our guest on today is I so admire her that she read something, she saw something, somebody brought it to her attention, and she said, enough is enough, we're going to do something about it. And that is why I wanted her on our show. I like people who are action. It is enough mm-hmm. to watch people violate our kids. So, Elizabeth, we want. I want to talk about this new movie, Big Mouth. Have you seen the trailer on that? It's a Netflix movie. Yes, ma'am. We wrote an article on this, uh, exposed this several weeks ago. We were one of the first to cover it. Uh, again, my, my followers are so quick on the draw. They send me stuff so fast <laughs> that um, oftentimes we're, we're some of the first uh, outlet to, to, uh, to cover it. But, yeah, this Big Mouth Netflix um, show, I mean, it's not a movie. It's a TV show, and uh, which means the filth is going to, you know, continue to um, right. to be put out there for quite some time and um, it, it is so so crude and vulgar and vile Opal. It is in cartoon form which uh, you know is going to appeal to young people and it is just the whole thing is about nothing but sex. And yeah. going through puberty and masturbating and uh, even, again, softening us toward pedophilia as a father uh, in the car with mom and the kids is telling his boy that it's okay to touch a man's penis. Um, unbelievable. This should be pulled immediately from Netflix. And I encourage everyone to contact Netflix, email them. Uh, tell them that you're boycotting them. You will not, um, you will not uh, use their services until they pull this kind of vulgar filth from their programming. I agree. I agree. I looked at the trailers on it, and you know, people who know me, I'm I'm tough, man. I see a lot. <laughs> I work mm-hmm. with real cases. I work with law enforcement, and I looked at that, and I wanted to vomit. As an adult, I mm-hmm. wanted to vomit. And the thought of a child, you know, they are going, what's left? I mean, why do we yeah. have to destroy our children's innocence? There's no modesty. Nothing is sacred anymore. And, you know, Stephen Colbert on, on his late night show had the creator of this um, show on, and they laughed about it and made light about it and talked about how dirty it was. And, and again, you know, this is, this is just uh, seen as, as such a great, trendy, progressive thing. Um, no, this is unhealthy. You don't divorce uh, sex from relationship. Sex is created for marriage and for relationship. And when you yeah. divorce sex from relationship, you get perversion, you get danger. 
to uh, to our kids, and, and I'm assuming that you educate your audience on protecting kids um, and parents protecting kids as well in, in their home, on their devices, from um, having exposure to this kind of sexuality. I don't know what you encourage people to use. In our family, we use Covenant Eyes, and I, uh, I receive an email anytime anything is clicked on that might have been a danger on every single one of the devices in our home, whether it's an iPad, uh, a laptop, a PC or an iPhone, there are wonderful, um, wonderful options out there to help us protect kids from having exposure to pornography and to predators. I I think that Covenant Eye is certainly a good product, and I I would go along with that. The reason why all of this is so disturbing to me is one of my things is to train, especially law enforcement, about technology, how it's changing, how it's going to change crime and crime solving. And more and more, the responsibility for a child's safety is going to go back to the parent and the child. And the reason I Mm -hmm. say that is because you now have encrypted messaging, encrypted chat rooms. We have disappearing videos. Facebook just bought a, a program called Fatech, which will be able to insert images into live streaming and take images out of live streaming. Before long, you won't be able to see, and law enforcement will have a hard time making these cases because if it disappears and you don't have you don't have evidence, if it's done on, on digital uh, currency, you don't have a chain of money. You can't follow the the trail of money. And so why mm-hmm. the reason I fight so hard and the reason I wanted to have you on and the reason why I find this thing like like Vogue and this big mouse so despicable is it really is going to come down to teaching young people to use social media with responsibility and respect. And the way you stand mm-hmm. against a predator is know who you are, what your values are, and what who you know what you're going to stand for because i can guarantee you mm-hmm. predators are going through the internet looking for low hanging fruit if your child's been mm-hmm. watching this big mouth they are low hanging fruit you know they are mm-hmm. sitting ducks for a predator because they're seeing this just crazy kind of thing you know I am not against sex. I am not a prude. I'm not against any of that. But you are setting up your child to be a setting duck if they're sitting there watching this movie. More important, if they're watching it and you're paying for it, you've already given implied consent. And that holds you responsible. Yeah, well, I have 10 children, so I'm obviously not against sex or a prude either. But again, you know, sex was created to be in, in relationship. And, um, and th- what we are teaching kids uh, today is completely void of relationship um, to endanger themselves with sexuality. And uh, not only is it dangerous, it's also immoral. And I'm certainly um, very, very vocal on the immorality of it as well. Well, and on top of it, I often say sex is the only bodily function that seems to be connected to the soul. And literally, mm-hmm. shame will change a child's self-image. And there is a difference between mm-hmm. shame and guilt. Guilt is I did something wrong. Shame is I am wrong. And what you're seeing mm-hmm. is 
this is starting to give kids this self-image that makes them feel compromised. Once they get that compromised self-image, they are setting ducks for a predator because they're setting out there taking chances. These these kinds of shows mm-hmm. are getting them to try out all kinds of things, to meet total strangers, to send a naked photo. That is called sextortion. And Literally, Mm -hmm. there are whole rings out there trying to get kids to send a naked photo. Once you've watched this big mouth, man, you're a setting duck for that. Absolutely. I agree. It's crazy. And and there are so many other things. You know, um, the people that that follow me, I I have just such a wonderful audience. They're uh, passionate and they're active. They're activists in their own right, and uh, not too long ago, there was, it came to our attention in Arizona, a, I don't know if you heard about this, an ad, a PSA ad that a radio station owner was running, and he would run it through the middle of the night, and he was instructing people how to hide their child pornography, instructing people how to hide their child pornography because this radio station owner thought it was terrible how much time behind bars people got uh, when they were caught with child pornography. Well, we went into action and uh, began circulating a petition and called the sheriff, and the sheriff within, I mean, an hour or two said, this PSA ad, ad is pulled, and we are investigating and looking into criminal charges against this radio station owner. It was, you know, a huge story, and we very quickly got this ad pulled. Uh, this is the type of thing that, that we do at the Activist Mommy, um, and again, want to encourage all of your listeners to, to look me up, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and help us in this uh, battle to fight the hypersexualization and endangerment of our children. So, Elizabeth, what's the name of your website and how does someone reach you? Activistmommy.com is the website, and my email is activistmommyofficial at gmail.com. Okay. Well, I appreciate you bringing up the child pornography thing because those people that follow us know that this is an absolute epidemic that is going on there. Literally, they are finding millions and millions of images out there. And I applaud law enforcement. They are getting technology to sort this out, even in the dark Mm -hmm. web. And there are some very large cases. What worries me about it is not just the child pornographers that are abusing the children, but how many of our teenagers are being lured into it because when they send their naked photo, they're sending child pornography. When they're getting it, they are collecting it, and they are being subject to sextortion. That is when a predator will get that photograph and start to blackmail them. They blackmail them into having sex with other family members. They blackmail them with having sex to other people. Get me more photos give me money, I am going to destroy you. And their lives are changed forever. So when you get this kind of thing going on with this movie or this kind of thing with anal sex, they are just taking one step closer to becoming violated by a predator. This is a crazy thing. Well, in the next segment, we're coming up against a break here. In the next segment, Elizabeth is telling me about her next project, which is an art exhibit in Brazil, and it sounds really, really fascinating. So I'm going to ask you to Mm -hmm. stay with us, and uh, we're going to be up against this break. But please share this show with everyone you know. Forward it. 
you know, reach out, follow Elizabeth. We appreciate what she's doing. We're up against this break, so stay with us. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited. Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Uh, We appreciate you following us this week. We have a very special guest, and I'm just enjoying the heck out of this session. Uh, She is fantastic. Her name is Elizabeth Johnston. She uh, operates a website called Activist Mommy. She is taking on some of the most despicable, vile acts in the world. And I am grateful to have her on my show because we have to take this on, I guarantee you. So, uh, Elizabeth, uh, you're telling me about an art exhibit in Brazil. Go for it. Oh, boy. I wish it was uh, just as simple as as saying that it's art. But let me tell you, I had some parents from Brazil contact me, more than one, um, outraged at an art exhibit in Brazil in which they're calling a nude man, and I don't mean a sculpture or a statue, an actual nude man. Um, they're They're calling this art... They have children in the room, and they are encouraging the children to come up and touch this man. And he Ugh. is completely in the nude with not one bit of clothing on, his penis and everything exposed. And they are encouraging the children to come up and, you know, manipulate the man in any way they want, you know, move the body parts around. I mean, even a mother who uh, prides herself in being an artist, right, and this is art, she encourages her four-year-old daughter to come up. And you, there's video of this. I mean, there, there's video, there's images online, and I, I saw it all myself. Um, and, and, and young girls holding hands with this man as he's walking around in the nude. And this is considered art. I want you to know 
that it is sponsored by Santander Bank, S-A-N-T-A-N-D-E-R. No one has been arrested in this situation in Brazil. In fact, the people, the activists, the parents that have been drawing attention to this and protesting this are being called haters. They're being called Nazis as if they want to, you know, uh, burn, burn books or something. They are, they are being persecuted for trying to stop something that is encouraging pedophilia and softening culture, softening kids toward pedophilia. This is an absolute outrage, guys. This is coming to America. This is in America. If we don't get loud, if we don't put a stop to this right now, there's not going to be anything normal anymore in society. There's not going to be anything sacred left. Yeah, that's just, I mean, you know, all the time we law enforcement are going out, you know, going after pedophiles. Here they are taking it public. It's just, that is absolutely insane. What were you talking about with the situation with the daycare and the sex toys down in, I think, Mm -hmm. Arizona? I've been locked in a conference for two days training, and I haven't uh, caught up yet on my stories. What's that story all about? Right. A couple of days ago, um, it went public on Snapchat. Um, someone, some, no, actually, they posted it to their own Snapchat. Daycare workers in Arizona, I believe, were um, laughing and playing with sex toys inside a daycare around toddlers. And the daycare worker even um, handed the sex toy after she was playing with it, you know, uh, on a private or whatever, laughing and joking, handed it to the toddler. Um, who was holding it, and they posted this on Snapchat, and someone called law enforcement, which law enforcement did immediately go to the daycare, and um, I, I believe one of the people involved of the three had, was, was uh, booked, and they were um, released, and they were still, as of yesterday, looking for the other two women involved in this. That is just insane. Well, you know, mm-hmm. more than, uh, you know, going through the the outrageous nature of this, it really comes down to me that we really have to stop as a society and start to understand that our future is our children. And we mm-hmm. are handing this generation technology which can reach the entire world, that part's exciting. Our kids will get an education that you can't ever imagine. However, you know, I I heard a line I thought was interesting, and I can't remember who they said said. I think it was a guy named Rich Lowry. But anyway, he said uh, that rather than to have our computers start to follow our morals we're allowing our morals to be determined by the computer's capability. And on the one hand, one of the things that's helpful here is that we're able to hear about these outrageous stories around the world and do something about it. On the other mm-hmm. hand, our kids on the other side of that coin are more and more vulnerable because, you know, we need to... Just because we're connected, just because we can see movies or we can see TV shows or we can see an online magazine, just because we can doesn't mean 
that we have a right to use it to exploit our children or allow others, just because others can now reach our children, I believe it is important, more important than ever, that as parents, as leaders, as trusted government officials, we need to step back and say, hold it. We need to use technology in a way that has respect and responsibility. It can either make us the greatest society ever before, or it can destroy us and our children. And I believe that we're really at that threshold, that apex, that point of coming together. We can, we can use technology to embellish or we can use it to destroy. And we're the leaders. Mm-hmm. We're the parents. And I'll tell you what, if you don't exercise the kind of leadership to teach children to use respect and responsibility on this, then we're going to pay the price. Absolutely. Technology is a tool, and it can be used for great good and, and great evil. And uh, But any, any parent, um, in the sound of my voice, that is not um, confident that every single device in their home uh, and that their children uh, have exposure to, uh, and even your mate has exposure to, is not protected, uh, is um, endangering. You're endangering your children. You're endangering your family. Uh, it is, it's, it's not optional. <laughs> right, um, and having the good compensation with them, yes. Yes, absolutely. Well, the, the technology, the, the um, protecting the devices enables that conversation. Because right. if I get an email that says, your child tried to access this website, that's what starts the conversation. You're able right. to go to them and show them, okay, here's the proof that you tried to access this. Now, let's talk about this. Let's talk about why this is dangerous. Let's talk about why this is harmful. So that's why it's so important to have these different accountability um, features in, in place in your family. I agree. Elizabeth, we're down the last two minutes. Can you one more time tell people how to reach you? Sure. I'm the activist mommy on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And my website is activistmommy.com. Um, I'd love for you to come see the, the articles that we write and the videos that I do and engage with us and help us uh, push back against the uh, hypersexualization of kids taking place in society. Uh, I think you'll really uh, benefit and be encouraged by the content that you see that we're providing. Well, I'm going to be the first to go on your Facebook and like you, I guarantee you, because what you're (laughs) doing is so important. I can educate to it, to law enforcement, to government agencies, but we need people Mm -hmm. who are willing to come out of the shadows and get the guts, get the energy, get the time, make the commitment, take this on. It is our children's lives that are at stake here. Elizabeth, Mm -hmm. I want to tell you how much I appreciate having you come on to our shows. This is Opal Singleton. Uh, This is me and kids that is uh, operating this show. Please contact us. Let me know what you think. O-P-A-L at meandkids.org. And follow us on Facebook. I really appreciate each and every one of you that follow us all around the world. I get the reports. We're growing. We're getting big. This is amazing stuff. So share this show with everyone you know, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. 
Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.